And we're back, folks, with the Deloche at the Twin Ports Comedy Podcast. I always do that. Perfect. It's good to be here in the, uh, what is it, podcast studios, as always. As always, with my best friend and co-host, Pat DeGeese. Pat, why don't you say something? Hey, good to be back. Welcome, everybody. You're going to have to say more than that because we have no guests tonight, folks. It's just the hosts. I've been begging for this for 10 episodes now. <laughs> Probably we're going to regret it here. But it's Pat and I holding it down. Um, we are entering this pod on a bit of a somber note. Um, as one of our comic friends, I hate to say, is no longer with us. Um, she's still alive, but she's just moving to Tennessee. Yeah. So. Suicide would have been the safe bet yeah. for comedians. But... <laughs> you, yeah, this isn't about Chad or anyone. This is, <laughs> this, is, this is going out to Sydney Stevens tonight, our uh, friend. If you know, don't know her, check out episode two. She was great on there, but yeah, we'll get into that later. But uh, had some shows this weekend, Pat. Yeah, we had uh, we were on three shows combined. Three separate correct? shows, yeah. So let's I had one, you had two. Should we go in chronological order? You're doing a little better. So yeah, let's go <laughs> chronologically because that way it makes me feel better. Sure. It's just mine happened first. Uh, uh, Friday night, Gopher. First Friday of every month, uh, we had a good show. Packed show. Packed show. A lot of people showing yeah. up. Happy to see that. It's always good. You have to uh, bring in extra tables before you can start the show. That's For a sure. good sign. I thought a Friday payday, first of the month, is going to be good. <laughs> sure enough, it was. It's yeah, basically yeah. standing room only. We take Wick now at the go Yeah, Bowl, so. <laughs> exactly. A lot of, yeah, a lot of food stamp tips. <laughs> uh, no, packed show. Headliner was... Uh, Ate. Ate, who killed it. He did phenomenal. I featured uh, Henry Kniesel, Knievel, Kniesel. I always thought it was Kniesel. But... Kniesel. Kniesel. <laughs> I wouldn't they did bet fucking, money on it. They fucking killed. Uh, Emily Rock started out the show hot. Uh, Sydney hosted a fun time. My set went really well. Can't complain. You were there until I got on there, then you left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete's about to go on stage, so I got the hell out of there. You're that. like, oh, I've seen enough yeah. of this shit. Uh, but no, things went well there. Uh, as I mean, I love that place. Low ceilings, dark, everything you could want. They serve drinks down there. It seems like it would have been your time to shine. Yeah, they love your kind of enthusiasm and yeah, throwing fireballs. There was sad. Uh, we had a birthday party. Did a little crowd Perfect. work. Uh, <laughs> just I brought the energy, you know, because uh, I mean, there was a good crowd. It was a little stagnant leading up to me, and I got up there and. I accused them all of being on fentanyl and, you know, West Duluth nature, all that kind of stuff. Really went after the audience at first, got them to somewhat hate me but like me in the same sense. And, yeah, my fucking 15, 16 minutes flew by and can't complain. I was uh, sorry to see my biggest fan and you leave, but uh, you had places to be. Yeah, well, for, I did hear you did well from uh, my girlfriend, Caitlin. Thank you. Yeah. And she she does not hold back if she thinks... For sure. I'm actually afraid of her opinion sometimes, but... Uh, oh, yeah. She said I did well? She did. She said you did well. Okay. And she you know, she loves to talk trash about any comedians. Right? Okay. Last night, like I felt like I did a great job, and she's just like, you were moving the mic stand a little too much. And I'm like... <laughs> That's what you're nitpicking. I mean, that's what about. true fans look yeah, for right. in comedy. Yeah, yeah. How much are you yeah. fooling around with that stand? Too much mic stand interaction was her critique of me last night. Man, that is a tough critic. She said you did great. So uh, ah, well, thank you, Caitlin. As always, you're welcome on the pod anytime. I tried to get her to come. She's yeah. just like, I'm so sick of comedy. 
<laughs> well, we could use it tonight, but uh, she's not wrong. Uh, so you left Friday uh, to go to, what was it, the Zeitgeist Theater? Yeah. For Renegade Comics? Renegade Remix. What is, is that? What, it was called. Why you, what is that? And how did it go? Tell me all about it. Zeitgeist, for our listeners who don't know, is uh, they do improv every Friday night, ten thirty in downtown Duluth. Okay, is that like Jody Kajawa and all that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they have a team of seven, and I'll not forget or not remember five of them, so I'm not even going to try. Yeah. But they have a team of I think seven, and they do improv. So if uh, people are interested in that, check it out. They're great. They're fantastic. The Renegade Remix Improv Show was where they had three comedians. I was one of them. Okay. We would each do a short set. I did a, uh, just a five-minute set. And then after that, they go up for 15 minutes and kind of just are inspired to do improv okay. by my jokes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting concept. You know, and I would have thought, I, I did think, I think, I'm not sure this is going to work. Sure. And it was great. It was really entertaining. Really? Was yeah. it a packed house kind of thing? Uh, I was, it was sparsely attended. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. you can... I would guess a dozen. Feel free to lie. I always do on this podcast. <laughs> I would guess a dozen people in the audience. Oh, but, really? Uh, That's yeah. it? Yeah. They had a good time. They, you know. So there's more performers than an audience member? <laughs> uh, like an open mic here in town. So, like, can you, not to give away your, 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 uh, Money making bits here or anything, but uh, what did you do? Like, what was your set? Sure, sure. I mean, and you and you try to think ahead of time, like what what will, will work play? Well yeah, what you know to act out. Can't right. you need one liners or something? You just got to give them a little something to play. Yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. So again, not to give my punches away to wow. our millions of listeners. Exactly. But, uh, I did a, have a joke about Girl Scouts. Okay. Where I kind of use them as a labor workforce. Sure. They play classic on that. bit, folks. Classic. It really <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. hilarious. I uh, just did another one where mom catches my dad cheating. Oh, sure. And then I did one where I uh, have intercourse with a chicken. That's how I ended the set. <laughs> oh, wow. So you went with your A material. <laughs> yes. Were you happy with what they did with your set? Or were you kind of just like, eh? They, you know, it's it's very interesting because they don't even take notes. And they, they sit, they are on stage with me. Okay. Just sitting behind me, not doing anything. Interesting. As, yeah. As I like fucking poetry slam <laughs> or something. As I deliver jokes to the audience. And I'm just... And I get off and I just think, oh, this is going to be a disaster. And they, you find out what they really like to play off of. Okay. And they like, like names is a good example. So one of them right away is just, uh, I'm Mrs. Watkins, who's in a joke. And then, and then they all, they, they're really good at playing off of just one thing is all sure. they need. And then they, they create a whole Watkins family. And there's a Jasmine who's part of my Girl Scout joke. Now Jasmine is Jasmine Watkins. She's in the family. Okay. And they, yeah, and they, they. You start with something I said, but then they just kind of go off on their own tangents. Okay. Yeah. And it's fun. They, they have a clock. Oh, yeah? Which I didn't know. I assume they do this every show, but they have a clock where they're just like, we're going to riff off Pat's set for 15 minutes, and then like an alarm sounds. And, <laughs> and that's they're just, it? They're just and they're done. like, that's it? Yeah, this yeah. is what we come up with? They're just done. Yep. Cut and print. And then Bob goes up. and Okay. Yeah, same thing. We're kind of repeat. Now, how graphic was this uh, chicken ab bit you were... <laughs> Graphic, and I asked him, you know, do you have any concerns about language? And they did a practice session just to show us what it was like, and they're, you know, they're busting up cocks. Okay. You know, here's my cock. Okay, so it's... So I don't... 
No holds yeah. barred. They just said, yeah, no, like no explicit racism. <laughs> I mean, I love that that has to be said, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> especially, and who is it? Is you, Bob, and Danny? Danielle. Danielle, yeah. okay. Like Bob did, uh, I, the best one they played off of his is probably his, his mermaid shit joke. <laughs> it was, it, it, it was just hilarious, right? Because one guy ends up being a mermaid. He's like in a pool like, doing things with his strings of feces. Okay. And there are a couple of guys watching him, like, getting aroused, I guess. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they go all out. It's, it uh, probably isn't described well. No, <laughs> like, I, I know. I mean, I, I'm getting a general idea. And we've done improv. Yeah. You and I both were in the class with Jody Kujawa. I'm the worst improv comic in you, the Twin Ports. You really are. Yeah. You really are. There's a few people who are better than I expected, but... Uh, I wasn't one of them, so I was kind of right there with you. I thought it was way harder than I thought it was going to be. Uh, do you subscribe to this? This is something I've always heard. That, uh, you know, the, the more standard, depressed, hate themselves, uh, that kind of funny person, they go into stand-up. But the, 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 the oh, they love oh, life. Yeah. And they all, they're happy all the time. There's the tent to go into improv. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Okay. For sure. So they all had like a positive attitude. Oh, yeah. And... You could see that on stage. You yeah. Know, right? Yeah. And just the direction they took things was happy and upbeat. and Sure. Yeah. They abuse coffee. We abuse alcohol. Yep. Like, yeah. Okay. That's... Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Because after the show, we're like, we couldn't relate. <laughs> we yeah. Had nothing Not like common. a real big hangout. Nothing yeah. in common. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to leave now. We'll drink our sorrows away. Okay. Like, so. Would you, you know, for the local comics here, would you say, hey, get on that show if you ever get offered? Or, yeah, I yeah, think that was, the, that was the only bummer is we uh, booked the same night as the Gopher Hole show. Sure. And I, I really think the comedians especially should do this and the ones who aren't in it should watch. Like, it's so fun when they would just say, um, <laughs> it, they just start off and say, so I'm Mrs. Watkins. And like, any comedian knows that bit. Sure. heard it a thousand times. Yeah. And it's so fun to see them dive into someone's honed joke and just kind of shotgun spray it in uh, a and dozen did, different directions. Did they take it any way that you could use in the future or was it just so kind of off the wall, absurd? It's not really an avenue. You know, I don't know. I didn't think of it that way. You know, I didn't like, get oh, anything yeah. out of it. It wasn't like a gr extended writing bit. You know, like <laughs> they weren't helping you with your bit or anything. It's possible it could go that way, but I was just kind of... I'm going to have to catch lightning in a bottle or something. I was taking it all in as yeah. an observer. I suppose. Enjoying you were, the moment. You had 24 eyes on you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. you get a big head when you get that many eyes on you. Yeah, right. If I stop laughing and take notes, then that's okay. 10% of the audience who's no longer laughing Ex at the show. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, okay, and then how often are they going to do that? Do you have any idea? Uh, I don't. Uh, the last one was, I don't know, two months ago or something. Okay, so it's not like, so it's just maybe a quarterly thing. Or yeah, okay, well. infrequently. Folks at home, check that. I'll keep your eyes out for any invites there. I yep. don't know. Talk to Danny, maybe. I don't know. I'll say it worked far better than I thought it would work. Okay. So, something else to consider. But, yeah, I might have to see it a few times before I sign up. But, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. And that led you, so you got, what? That led you to your big United States headlining debut. <laughs> right. You know, I've done it multiple times. Well... I've done it in Canada. You did it four times in Canada, <laughs> according to the Board of Yes, yes. Big Canadian headliner. Fun to do it here in the States. Yeah, where they understand what the Girl Scouts are and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, St. Cloud, Minnesota at uh, Beaver Island Brewing slash Silly Beaver. Okay, all right. I've heard good things about that place. Uh, 
How did it go? Good room. Good sold room, out. Sold out. Okay. That's always fun. Doesn't matter after that. Yeah, That's yeah. What I always say. Right, right. Uh, sounds similar to the Gopher Hole show. There were two like business parties okay. of twelve or something. Yeah. And they can get a little rowdy. Did your birthday party get a little rowdy? You would have never known in a million oh, years. Oh, those are the best okay. ones. And I shouldn't say this, but when they walked in, I'm like. Oh, oh, they just looked like it was a motley crew of characters. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you that. And I was just like, this is going to be brutal. This crowd, these 10 people, eight, whatever it was, there's eight of them or whatever. I'm like, they're going to be so annoying and rowdy. And they were the most peaceful. You wouldn't even know they were there. Just eat, you know. Yeah. So it was very weird because <laughs> the month before you had two birthday parties oh, in the yeah. overhaul and they were all loud and this and that and. No, I would. I was like, "What are you guys doing here?" You know. Yeah. So no, but how are your events? Loud as hell. Mm-hmm. These two. They groups. tend to be. Yeah. And again, they're, they're businesses. They're I don't know, a Christmas party or maybe just going out or whatever. Sure. But uh, there was a group of ten or twelve right in front. Okay. And there was a group of uh, similar size way in the back of the room. Okay. And. <laughs> loud from the start right yeah yeah. where the host goes on stage and he's like a substitute teacher i think he actually made that joke he's just like i'll wait until you all shut up Mm, yeah (laughs) which is a bad sign it really yeah let's just (laughs) what is the word i'm like well yeah yeah let's just confront him right away yeah bad sign especially for me right i'm the closer so you're like they're only gonna ramp up from there as they get drunker sure and the group in the back i was i was trying to peek at their t-shirts for material one guy had like oh, that's a, your favorite, yeah. One guy had like a shirt that said, taste my nuts. I think they coordinated this. One guy had one that said, like, I love sushi. It's literally a, like, dude going down on a chick. Mm. Honest t-shirt. This is a corporate event? Yeah, now? this is a corporate <laughs> event. Yes. <laughs> this is classic. This is, I should have asked, you know, what business Seriously. did you get these shirts from? Yeah. What, some call center? Some or? lady had one about, like, it's a, a dirty beaver is all I could see. Okay. One guy, had like, he was, like, fingering a donut. On his t-shirt. Mm, so, yeah. Cream filled. Imagine that. Wow. That's the crowd. So, my extended family made it to your show. <laughs> this is great. Uh, yeah, that's just... See, yeah. So, you get a good re- you get a good read from them right there, you know? You, you are what you wear kind of thing. But. Yeah. Luckily, Jonah, Jonah Maddox, he just... He would be a badass substitute teacher. He just whipped him into shape pretty good from the start. Okay. There was a little chatter throughout the whole thing. Roll call took a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time I got up there, um, they were, luckily, Sam Bondis was ahead of me and uh, David Freeberg. Okay. Both did very well, which keeps the audience listening. Sure. So, uh, I had an easy time by the time I got up there. Yeah. And I've worked in uh, fake crowd work, I guess, into my... Chicken fucking joke. Okay. And I just pounded that into the uh, the boss of the the corporate gig at the front table. Yeah. And that that worked so well. I always go for the head honcho. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a power move. Yep. Yep. You got to let them know who the alpha is. On yes. And, you know, you and I have talked about We don't like a ton of crowd work, mm-hmm. but like... But sometimes the audience does, and if you can make it work. That's, that's what they want sometimes. For and sure. especially if it's a group of 12 who... Probably two thirds of them don't like comedy. Yeah, I suppose they're just, just there. There, because they have to be. Yeah, it's a business thing. Sure, they want to talk, and if you know, you can trash their boss over and over. And oh over. yeah, yeah. Call him. <laughs> what do you want, Cody? Ass or beak? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! The amount you've thought, the the thought you've put into this chicken fucking bit is. Uh... 
I'm I'm jealous. It was it was a throwaway line, and now I'm just plying that. At well, that's why you do it. That's why you get boss. it. Yeah, you be a little loose, and maybe something yeah. comes of it. Yeah, you've you've grown that bit. That's for sure. <laughs> it's grown even more. I added yeah. like three tags just for these corporate people. Yeah, well, that's awesome. So you went well. You killed. Great show. Carried yeah. off the Great stage. Great show. Fun. I, I legit. I went. I went 27 minutes and didn't get to probably five minutes of what I had planned. Sure. Because they were laughing too much. You know how that is. Right? Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. It's a gift and a curse. Yeah, really. right. Yeah. Can you stop laughing? <laughs> People, I got so many good bits to get to. That's you have so sitters funny. at home, I assume. Uh, I just had to cut my set short. I did, my, I did a bit on Friday that got the biggest response it's ever gotten ever. And I didn't even know what to do. I was just like on stage, like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> which bit was it? Was it was my menage a trois bit. <laughs> they wouldn't stop. Or oh what? man, I had to. I did a. I did a act out that I've never done, and I was just trying to. I'm like tap dancing and all this, and I mean, I don't want to give away my killer punch sure, lines, but once yeah. I hit it, I mean, I was like, I, I was just literally could have just looked at my watch did a little too you know so that was good so i know what you mean yeah when they were rolling man if we could afford a producer we would like splice in audio from the performances yeah of the bits we're talking that would be, about oh, but exactly then, but we're not gonna do we'd it. look a lot better <laughs> yeah. if we did that yeah i don't know how uh how well 45 seconds of pure laughter would go on this uh podcast yeah that's the problem no. right uh yeah well maybe one day we'll have a producer or any production value to this pod but <laughs> uh that was good yeah so a good weekend overall yeah yeah now we're here sans guests but that's all right uh any did it lead to any discoveries for you comedy wise any questions what do you got what do you got you got a piece of paper there yeah oh yeah i got a ton of notes on comedy theory okay we're gonna dive deep a deep dive into comedy theory which is hilarious that it's just the two of us because i feel like our listeners who are just a dozen comedians will probably disagree with everything we say well did they headline this week? <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Point. I mean, you know, for credibility's sake. Uh, well, yeah, that, there's a good one to start because we were just talking about like kind of rowdy audiences, right? Sure. And I have, uh, I think a lot about this, like a rowdy show versus I don't want to say normal show because it makes it sound like rowdy is not normal, but yeah. I've heard a phrase the the stink of the road. Have you ever heard that? Mm-mm. Uh, it's. It's what really high-level judgmental comedians say about road comics. Okay. And it's because I think they have to get rowdier. Oh, and sure. It, it, yeah, and it, it, it's a, just a, a style where you're more, I don't even know, it probably crowd interactive and you're just like, again, going hard at the crowd instead of just relying fine, on your act. Fine-tuned bit. Sure. Yeah. Um, no, I never heard that, but... I mean, there's, I don't know. I was thinking like, there's a difference between performing in a club just as a whatever headline feature, whatever, as opposed to having like your TV taped or your Netflix, you know, like there's almost a, if you have the cameras on you and you're supposed, you know, you want someone who doesn't flub a word, doesn't right. say an amen or an ah, anything right. like that. You want it to be as professional as possible. I understand that. But you can't go into like a club-like atmosphere and have those expectations because it's just not realistic. Like, there's too much, I don't know, like, you have to interact. <laughs> you just have to on these, like, small clubs or whatever. Like, yeah, like we say, like, I don't, you know, I don't 
like crowd work. No, I don't either. And sometimes I, that's the the right answer for that night. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to know. And like, especially if groups or you have parties or bachelorettes or bachelors or something, you got to incorporate them somehow. You got to just talk to them. You'd never do that on a fucking, you know, if you're being taped or anything. Right. Uh, and if you do, they'll cut that shit out real quick. Oh, yeah. You know? you, even like Acme, you know, like if an audience member talks at Acme once, they get a warning. Like yeah. If it's twice, they get kicked out. That sounds good to me. Yeah. 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 I would love that. Once but, is yeah. enough. But, you know, these shows that we are on or we produce, yeah. like you just got to, you got to well, tolerate the drunks. No kidding. And I mean, we do a lot of those rural towns and stuff. I mean, you think they're going to just be, you know, they're not opera guests. They're fucking, they want to, you know, and everyone thinks yeah. they're funny. Oh, yeah. Everyone thinks they're funny. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, you know, people are going to be rowdy. And luckily, I've never, I mean, I've had rowdy crowds, but never any too disruptive or anything. But, uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, I'll take the stink of the road if it means I'm on the road. <laughs> but I, I guess, I don't know. I don't like crowd work. You know, I hate doing it too much, but the, the people love it. I always got to remind myself that not every person in the audience is a, a, a extreme comedy fan. Yes, That's like, right. I try to, I'm too snobby. I'm too so am I. comedians, comic type thing. I want to make, you know, I want everything to be elite level jokes and punchline stuff. And then, yep. <laughs> and that just sometimes doesn't play on an audience. It was like Henry was at the show and they, uh, they're just too smart for everybody. <laughs> They just are, especially Wes Duluth, this blue-collar idiot. Isn't it awful? Just mouth-breathing audience. Oh, yeah. No offense to all of our d devoted fans in West Duluth, but, you know, this kid's up there smart as a whip, and it's just getting lost on these people. And, yeah, so sometimes you just got to be like, nice fucking man bun, you know? Oh, you yeah, do that yeah, shit. You yes. just fucking call it out. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, what do you guys... And, I, you know, I hate this, too. I'm embarrassed to even say this, but I'm like... Oh, are you the birthday gal? Is that your husband? Oh, I'll, we'll wrap up so you can get to birthday sex. And people just, ah, and I'm like, I die inside when I say oh, that. Yeah, you know? yeah. but I'm like, with you too, man. Oh. But it's so just like easy and hacky. But everyone's like, yeah, birthdays. And I'm like, ah, you know, but that's what they wanted. So you <laughs> give it to them. Ah, you know, and I hate to sell out or like pander too much. But like sometimes it's like you are there to perform and you got to read the room in that sense, you know? Yeah. Like I said, it's, you know, it's the, oftentimes it's just the right answer for that room that night. Yeah. To get him engaged. For sure. And I, I hate it. I can't stand it like you. I, I can't. I, there I are hate. times I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll watch somebody going ahead of me or at any show. And I'm just like, oh, okay, this is a, this is a sex and drugs joke crowd. Sure. And you just like, you can do cum in a sock jokes all night long. Yeah. And they will, they'll slap their knees. And... <laughs> yeah. You can just, you can put your material away and just fucking riff and just make jizz jokes like you say yeah and whatever more part to them but yeah and it's judgmental as hell but <laughs> yeah but then you got to know that that's what that one night only type thing was and get back you know you go to a dublin's or you do a decent classier show you can't just be doing that stuff right right or your dinner theater shows you put on oh yeah it's a dinner. <laughs> dinner theater that boy that was something that's the opposite end. that is the opposite, the opposite so yeah the you got so you got to know how to do both and i mean but yeah, I don't know. If it was up to me, people would just be dying at your every word. Like, you know, that's good coming to me, but that's not everyone's there for. They're, most people are just, it's a passing interest. Like, hey, let's try it once this year, you know, whatever. So I don't know. Yeah. They can be a simpler audience sometimes. Speaking of rowdy, there was a guy at the show last night. The uh, David went on ahead of me and did a joke about like fingering a dog's anus, right? Okay, class. And I'm, I'm watching one of the uh, the groups, the corporate groups. It, <laughs> for I, I didn't hear the the discussion going on, but the joke about fingering a dog's anus. 
inspired one of the fellas in the group to demonstrate the shocker to one of his lady coworkers. <laughs> and I, you know, I don't know what he's saying, but I see him doing the, <laughs> just, the two, the two in the pink and the one in the stink. Yeah, hand we all know the yeah. To, Hopefully it's not like the gal in HR. HR, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Will this get me fired? Yeah, right. yeah. You know, as David's doing a fingering a dog's anus joke, he's demonstrating this. Structure. Man, I mean, yeah. Sometimes yeah. comedy brings out the best in people. Right, right. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, some intelligent humor is just going to be lost. Could you ever see yourself level. doing that in public to no, anyone? No. Let alone a coworker. Uh, let alone, no kidding. So, I don't know. People lose some tact, I guess, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah i don't know i like i like the rowdy crowds i like the crowds that like the sex stuff but then sometimes it's just like i don't know you try to do a little you work hard yes for your jokes and right your bits are well thought out and they got and it's just like who's the guy you brought up last week who said what you know why would you record the worst part of the oh, show oh yeah i think that was pete holmes that said yes that. it was pete holmes, yeah. pete holmes and that's how i agree with that's that's how i think of crowd work like, for sure this is this guy's a pro who's been working on his jokes for a year yep and like you just want to talk back and forth. Yeah, like your peers, like your yes, fucking like your equals. equals. Yeah, it don't work like that. Can I trash the audience for a bit? Uh, there's nothing more. This is my know. theory on why they like that. It's it's people who work a job, a dead-end job they hate, probably have a family they hate. Yeah. <laughs> right? They never took a chance on their dreams, and like they can get a little taste of it. If they can just shout out and be funny at a sure. comedy show, I suppose that's that's, true. A, that's my theory, which uh, is very, also very judgmental. Well, I mean, you got to judge them one way or another. Yeah, I mean, right. You know, where else would you do that? They don't do it anywhere else. No, I don't know. That's kind of what I like about comedy. You're, I mean, you're a drummer. Like nobody heckles you when you drum, right? No, I mean, <laughs> no. You might hear booze after a song, I guess, suck. but. Uh, and even if they do, what can you, yeah, you just drown them out. And, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, ugh, music's way easier than fucking comedy anyway. That's another story. <laughs> I've probably said that before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I got a nice trick for hosting, though. Let's hear it. I don't know. I just, I listened to, Sydney came over, she hosted on Saturday at Dubs, and you know how when he hosts... You got to go up there and this, okay, you got to host. Usually you go up there. Oh, hey, everybody, give it up for this, that. Okay, here's the rules. Maybe here's the drink special. Here's the bathrooms. Turn your phones off. Yeah. Everyone hates your guts already because you're the ones telling. Yeah. So Sydney would do like, she's like, hey, you know, give it up for this, that. And then she just did, I'm Sydney Stevens. And she has a joke about her name. And so she just gets into a joke and everyone laughs and like, oh, she's a jokester. And then she's like, oh, by the way, the bathroom's here, here, here. Makes a joke out of that and then it goes. So like just incorporating either a, my name is this and this is a joke or I look like this. I never thought to fucking put a joke in the instructions. So, and it seemed to work. It just keeps them engaged a little more. Or maybe you can put a few jokes in the introductory part. Yeah. I think that would help. Uh, and that all, you know, to say what you guys do at the Gopher Hole is fucking phenomenal where you have, you know, a non-person on the show come and do the rules and guests and all or whatever. Yeah, that's another good trick, I think. I think they, that's phenomenal. Yeah, because I did it this past week, and then I just leave. Yeah. So they, the ire is all on me. Yeah, they hate like, me, and then sure. the host is someone they can like immediately. Like you say, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, here's the teacher, basically. Yeah, here's right, the fucking, right. Yeah, ring, you know, the kindergarten cop. And 
that's cool. But if you don't have that option, you have to host yourself. If you can make a joke or two in off the top, like it just brought legitimacy to it, I thought. And so I don't know if she does that every time. But I was like, that's a really good idea. Um, Cause hosting does suck. I think hosting it, sucks. Hosting and it's the worst. We talk about it in the group chat. Um, I think it's probably the second most important part of the show besides yeah, the besides headliner. The, yeah, right? exactly. Headliner, of course. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The host you see the most sets the tone. Yeah, they know. can get them if, if they're good. They can get them hot right away for sure. And they have to. And if they're good, and they can just get a quip in between to get them back, if they, maybe the last comic lost them or that kind of stuff. There's a lot that goes into hosting, even though it sucks. It sucks. It's a thankless. Yeah. Right. And like open mic hosting is the easiest thing in the world, but like hosting an actual show is, I don't know. You just get robbed, I always feel like. I do too. You and because, get... do you do this? Like, I feel like I have to uh, make my set a little more neutral, toned down. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you can't, you certainly can't lose the crowd. No. Which means you can't. Go a little too extreme in either either direction. Yeah, yeah. I try to be a little more sanitized. Oh, yeah. Which, which is another thing. And that's, then I'm not being as authentic. Yeah. And that plays because, like, the more authentic you are, even if it's, I'd rather someone who's dirty as fuck just be dirty as fuck and be themselves about it than, like, oh, there's a few old high better head. Yeah, and right, You right. just can tell they're walking on eggshells and stuff. Like you said, you're getting robbed because you're never going to get any fans who love what you do no when you're taking out half of what you do absolutely and you almost have to be like dorkily positive yes yeah a little too positive yeah like (laughs) i think that works and i when people do that too i think it's a good way to do it but it's like oh it's almost soul crushing in a bit but yeah i don't know but that's you and i i mean we're kind of the dirty part some people it works better to host i mean i can't think of any on top of my head but (laughs) Um, well, there are people who get their whole set is safe to host. Yeah, Chad's a good host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chad's a good host. Energy, and he's got good, like, um, safe or whatever you want to call it material. Yeah. That it's relatable, but it's not like not like you and I where we're trying to <laughs> we're trying to make people go, oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. At least I am. Chad's McDonald's bit, universal. Well, yeah. And he brings 110 There's not a fucking miles. place in the United States where there's not a McDonald's within fucking five miles. Right, right. Same thing, you know. But so. then, you know, I got to cut out. Yeah, and then I'm just like, yeah, I do my, my act, shit. My and, favorite stuff. Yeah, I do my early stuff that I wrote t- seven years ago that was safe then. And I'm like, I hate this. But, <laughs> yeah, you got to sanitize a little bit. I try to, like, have safe joke, maybe meet him, and maybe one, like, can we push it? But even that's, like, one of my safer pushing the jokes but yeah not a, like not that i do have a ton of jizz come cock jokes but like that you don't do that up down no, i don't know not yeah. at all, but like i know what you're talking about man like even yeah moderately risky feels too risky for hosting sometimes unless you you know they're with you the whole way then you could probably throw it in there for sure and uh i hosted a few shows this summer for you maybe just one or two or whatever but uh i try to learn from that like to bring some of that energy to my set in my own style. Yeah. Like, I've gotten a little looser on stage in the past few months, I feel like, which has helped. But <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's very loose. Uh, which the hosting, where it just, I found the benefit of being perky and uh, it helps a little. So, I, you know, you try to learn from everything. But if it's up to me, I would rather not host if I didn't have to. Oh, yeah. I can't stand hosting. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> you do a good job at it, though. 
<laughs> I mean. My favorite way is how you host the Wednesday night mics, which is a recording. <laughs> I intro myself. <laughs> that is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please give it up for the lovely and handsome and talented yeah. and fucking everything. That's the way to do it. Yeah. See, and then I have recorded Pat do the rules. And then sure, and they're like, "Who's the voice of God here?" Yeah, in person, Pat rushes on it's, stage. Yeah, he's a good guy. It yeah. almost sounds more official coming from a recording. Uh, yeah, I guess that's that. Um, what else? Otherwise, I'm talking about the weekend. What do you got? Anything? What else is on my list, huh? I don't know. You came prepared for once. Yeah, I wrote a stuff on here. Let's see. I don't know. Uh, a lot of more comedy theory. We'll go into that. Okay. Sure. Um, Lay it on me. <sighs> memory test, huh? Memory test is the, this, this is this is so abstract. This is how I judge comedy. Uh oh, comedians is uh, once I leave and think back, can I remember any jokes they said that night? Oh, sure, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's what makes a good comic. Yeah, at least remember a yep. bit. I think that's a very good litmus test. Because I don't want to trash. Anybody. I'm not talking about anybody. Sure, 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 sure. Everybody is going to think, oh, this is me and Pat's ripping. But yeah. No, no. Like, I'll, I'll just I'll watch a headliner. No, anyone listening at home, he's talking about headliners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch a headliner and I'll laugh. Sure. And I'll go home <clears throat> and I'll be like, I can't remember one thing they said. Okay. <laughs> and no. I think a really, really good comedian probably only has three, four bits that I'll remember. Yeah. But like a... Just a serviceable one will have zero. For sure. Yeah. Uh, that's a really good point. Um, immediately there was, and I don't even know the guy's name, so I couldn't rip on him if I wanted to, but it was some um, feature at the Gopher. And I was like, I, this guy's, like, he was so charismatic. Couldn't tell you one, I couldn't even tell you yeah. the topic he talked about. And now this is seven months ago, but even that night I was like, man, he was really entertaining. And that's like, he just seemed like a guy you'd want to hang with. Yes. But I don't remember what his jokes were. And yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if I was slapping my knee or anything, but there, I had a constant smile on my face. Whereas there were, we had a show at the boat club and the headliner went on. And I tell everyone the joke. Like, I sh okay, I got to say no, but... <clears throat> and I don't know the exact thing, but he's talking about, is food art? And he goes, you know, some people say food's art. And he goes, I don't know about that. But if food is art... It's the only art form that comes flying out of your ass at 23 miles an hour. <laughs> and that was Mike Merrifield, friend of the pod. <laughs> Dude, that was one of some of the funniest. Like, that alone, I'll remember so long. So, yeah. <clears throat> I wouldn't remember his name if I didn't remember his bit. And I remember yeah. his bit, so I remember his name. So, that's a good point. Do you feel... You have... And that's... You're just chapping yourself on the back now. I am. Yeah, I, am. I can see. Yeah. Oh, I, I see what this is going. the metric, right? Oh, everyone remembers chicken fucking. Isn't that they, how you get real fans? Everyone remembers. Fucking a chicken. I remember you for <laughs> your breast milk badge <laughs> and your chicken fucking. fucking. Yeah. Uh, no, I would definitely... That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Speaking of, I'll pat myself on the back more here. Please do. We were doing... Uh, Superior Tavern was brand new. Brand new-ish. And there were a couple of guys out there at the at the main bar I was trying to get to come in to watch comedy. And they say, uh, you're not the same people who perform at Caddyshack, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And I'm like, uh, comedy yeah. Comedy fans. Yep, that's us. He's like, I saw one of your shows like a year ago, and I don't know if I'm into what you guys do. And I'm like, oh, really? What uh, What was the problem there? And he says, some guy did a joke about the Duluth lynching. 
Oh like, no! I can't believe anybody would write a joke about that. And <laughs> oh wow! And I said, "Oh, that's awful! I can't believe anyone would write a joke about that either." Well, do you have any idea who it was? <laughs> well, but then then he goes on and he says, "But th- there was one joke I liked uh, that somebody told that night, and it was uh, comparing the the Ukraine war to Game of Thrones." And both of those jokes are my <laughs> joke. <laughs> I, I knew it. Uh... <laughs> And of course, I said, you know that Ukraine Game of Thrones joke was mine. Oh, really? You only took credit for one of those. I didn't mention the other one. (laughs) Is that right, huh? (laughs) But he said, he said, you know, I tell that joke to my friends, and that's exactly what you're talking about, right? Like, Uh, now I now I'm learning now just in this conversation that it can work two ways. (laughs) They can remember one joke because they love it. It can be bad, and they can remember one joke that. They're going to signify as you being the worst comic they've seen because you said this. Yeah, that is true. But no, no. But, but I mean, in comedy, we're obviously aiming for the, the good ones. But that's that's awesome. So they had no <laughs> idea it was you, huh? No, which is ironic because I feel like I have a look. Yeah, Maybe absolutely. Maybe not. Well, you have a voice. You have a look. He had no idea who said both of those jokes or even it was the same person. Were you wearing a sport coat at this? I, yes. Yeah, yeah so yeah. they all your signature look, everything. Yeah. And that's funny because it could have been me because I have some Clayton Jackson McGee material. But then again, I always wonder who the two other guys are. Um, <laughs> so there's Classic. that. Classic. Uh, that's awesome. No, good pat on your back. Good you yeah, in that one. Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, yeah, and then if you can remember more than one joke, boy, then that guy's a fucking superstar or gal or yeah, yeah. whatever. Uh, that's a good... Who's, do you have a joke, just someone you can think of? You know, I had them my Mike Merrifield. Was there anyone that just pops off your head you've heard? Whether a headliner, local, well, yeah, city's see, person. Like, we're just like, man, uh, I'll remember them because of that. I try to think of somebody who's, like, not nationally famous because that. Oh, because you get such good names. Oh, we oh, get yeah, Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the national headliner. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember. Anyway. Yeah. Maybe so, yeah, somebody I was watching. There was, I mean. <laughs> I don't even think this I don't is, mean to put you on the spot. No, no. Here, here's one. I think this is hilarious. Maybe it's because I'm a nerd. The guy's he's doing a joke, and I'll butcher it. But he's talking about the uh, the footsteps in the sand, Jesus. Oh yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's saying, you know, I'm walking with Jesus, and you know, Jesus said, I say, why is there only one path of footprints in the sand? And Jesus is like, that's when I carried you. And it, the, I said, so, then I asked Jesus, so what's that other path of footprints over there? And he, he says, run, that's the predator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good example. No, not a great example. And I butchered the joke. No, but... no, no. Yeah, that's always true. <laughs> Who is that now? That's the question. That's Joe Bates. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Nobody's ever heard of. Joe he's, Bates. He's my favorite headliner to ever come through Dublin's. Really? Joe Bates. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> folks at home, check out Joe Bates if you're into predator jokes. Nerdy predator jokes. Nerdy. Yeah, well, yeah. that kind of goes and says... There, uh, you might like this, your Magic the Gathering guy. You know that stupid bit I was doing about Friendsgiving, yeah, uh, yeah. anime, and then I thought of this on the way to the thing. I was like, and Magic the Gathering, we were talking about Magic the Gathering, and once you know it, it was just like magic. Poof, all the women disappeared from that conversation. <laughs> Did it kill? Oh, yeah, people were like, get on with it. <laughs> no, that was my worst bit of the night, actually. No. That, they got a little giggle out of that. Because I was listening to my thing, and I had like 45 seconds of descri- describing something without any jokes. I'm like, i got to tag this up. <laughs> and that works well enough, but but uh, for the folks at home, Magic the Gathering is pretty gay. <laughs> Bleep that, pretty lame. It's one of the nerdiest shits I've ever played. 
No, you're all right. That's what we like, yeah. The contrast between your nerdiness and my jockness has not shown through at all on this pod, <laughs> but it is existent, folks. I crossed both worlds in high school. Yeah? I was, yeah, I was a jock and nerd. You were the homecoming king, weren't you? The homecoming king, yeah. God, what? Well, I don't want to bring it up, but yeah. if you want to talk about it. Yeah, I was voted uh, most likely to celebrate past glory, so that's good. <laughs> uh, no, you, yeah. You're a big, what, free safety or something? Yeah. Free football? Yep. Yeah. Safety. Safety and... Play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, that's that makes me well I like. I respect that. I think that's cool. Thank These you. fucking sports ball nerds <laughs> piss me off. Um, but anyway, uh, any more theories there? Do we cover? We got anything else? Oh, we got other stuff. Let's see. Can I interject my weekend with Sydney? Yeah. Yeah. Go Let's go. Uh, we had Sydney Stevens in town. We were trying to get her on the pod for one farewell. My fault. We couldn't. I uh, didn't want to stay up until 2 or 3 a.m. He were too busy slaying at... Uh, Zeitgeist that night. Yeah, and yeah. I went to bed at a reasonable hour. Because so. you, you had a headline and set the next day. I can't yes. blame you. We do apologize to fans. I mean, we had Sam Schwartz was here. We were going to recreate episode two, <laughs> only with the theme being Sydney's leaving. Um, I mean, this is just personal, like, literally to her. I mean, I'm going to miss her like crazy. She comes up every month. She used to come up twice a month, stay at my place. You know, we became best friends, so... Uh, Sydney, I'm really going to miss you. But we had a good last weekend here. Um, <clears throat> on Saturday, we went, we uh, we stayed up till 5, 6 in the morning on Friday and got up to go to breakfast at like 1 2 o'clock or so. We went to Bridgman's and they're like, it's going to be like a huge wait. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, let's just not do that. We're going to go to Julie's in Superior. That's sure. our, it's either Julie's or Bridgman's, our two spots. So we're like, all right. Go to Julie's. We get there. It's like fucking 2.55 or whatever. The parking lot's empty. We're like, this is great. We won't have a wait at all. <laughs> er, doors locked. They close at 3. So we were like, oh, <laughs> motherfucker. So like, what are we going to do now? And now this is, you know, we haven't had a, anything. We're just like, and we wanted coffee really bad. <laughs> Classic comedians, by the way, going for breakfast at 3. 3 o'clock. <laughs> and so breakfast quickly turned into there's no breakfast places open anymore. So we went to my home away from home. The Anchor Bar. Hey, friend of the pod. <laughs> friend of the pod. Big friend of the pod. <clears throat> uh, went there. Immediately started off the day with two big 32-ounce pitchers Hell of beer. Yes. Uh, had a burger. Had two more pitchers of beer. <laughs> so instead of coffee, we had alcohol. $17 at the Anchor, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I got three bucks back. Um, <clears throat> but we got a little loose. And uh, Sydney had to host at Dublin's <laughs> and I think I'm safe saying this but she's like fuck it it's my last one what do I care and Sydney's not a drinker um, so I drank her second pitcher but uh, <laughs> we got a little tuned out it was funny you know because like we went out for coffee and ended up just almost getting hammered and uh, that was a little fun little thing she had her set uh, the second show got cancelled at Dublin's did you hear why? I didn't I just I have no idea why because the first show I guess was packed yeah and then she went up. She said she was a little, like, loose, pretty, you know, from the booze and stuff. She killed, and it sounded great. Uh, and then her and I went to breakfast today, to this morning, Sunday, um, for final, kind of like a final farewell or whatever. And then uh, we were having coffee, and <laughs> we were having a goodbye, you know, best friend. We really hit it off, and 
she starts tearing up a little bit oh. and i'm like oh what a pussy you know and uh <laughs> so sure enough i start tearing up because i'm a sensitive oh. fella and we're literally crying in the booth <laughs> oh, and we're crying and we're just like couldn't even get words out and i, I look right at her and i go Someone's going to go, why are they breaking up with Julie's? <laughs> yeah. And we started fucking laughing so hard. So it's funny. You think we'd be like have beers and cry and have this heartfelt goodbye. But no, we're sitting there drinking coffee and crying into our coffee. Oh, so man. It was pretty cute. It was a touching little thing. But uh, it was embarrassing. But at the same time, it's like, <laughs> you are Julie's. We still were the classiest people there. But, uh, but yeah, so we had to send on them. Yeah, we came back here and cried some more. And uh, it was a hard send off, man. You know? I know I have this uh, ironclad out exterior. You're here. a softy on the inside. I though. really am, Man. dude. You, if anyone knew how much I cry all the time, <laughs> you had so much alone time to cry. That's in the peace. truth, too. And like, I only cry. I like watch comedies and I cry. I don't know what happened in the last like five years. I just turned into like, uh, I'll watch like sports or I'll watch like a Make a Wish thing or something dead i can't do it basketball basketball (laughs) crying i was crying at pete holmes's crashing the other day because i'd never seen that and i was just crying at that i was just crying someone has like something good happened to him in a movie and i just start so i'm a kind of a softy as much as i make fun of everyone else it's almost like it's an insecurity uh well you know i assume there's some trauma bonding in comedy for sure right oh yeah that's for sure. You know, I wish we could have done the podcast with Sydney because she could have compared the trauma bonding of the military to the trauma bonding of comedy. Oh. I, it's probably exactly the same. Oh, absolutely. Exactly the same. She's got to work veterans, harder with some of these people, I think. Yeah, all our veterans would probably agree. Oh, We're God. listening to the pod. Uh, yeah, there is a lot of trauma. but and, and, yeah, that's the thing, you know. And in any group set, you're going to hit it off better with some people than others. I mean, we've got so many comics here, but... Uh, her and I just saw I and I, you know, you and I see I yeah. and a lot of stuff. And it's not just seeing I and I, it's just, you know, being able to zing and zang and riff and raff and understand it's all in good fun and just quipping and, you know. Ball busting. Not, not telling boring like. stories for five minutes at a time. Yeah. Things like that. <laughs> uh, it was fun to to have a send off and she's off to bigger and better things. She's going to what? Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Nashville, which Nashville. is what? Zanies. They got one of the biggest clubs. Um, so, but you know, she'll be back periodically. We'll get her on. Yeah, we'll get her on again in Minnesota again at some point. I'm sure. How we could road trip down, see her. Who knows? You never know. Yeah, or that. Uh, she's the big, what, one of the uh, hosts of the new, uh, big podcast coming out of Nashville. Check it out. It's called What in Tard Nation. (laughs) I don't know if we have to beep that. (laughs) They can still say that down south. (laughs) And they're all on the spectrum, folks. So I think yeah, they get yeah. the pass. But uh, yeah, so check that out. But that's my little Sydney Sydney plug. So <laughs> it's a good time. Gonna miss gonna miss Sid. Yeah, I think. Uh, like I said, I, she'll be back. She'll be back. She'll be back. At yeah, some point. we'll get her on for sure. Exactly. It's funny though, because like you know, uh, I was good friends with Sam Schwartz when he was up here, and he left not a, not a tear shed at all. As <laughs> 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 well, like okay, who fucking cares, right. you know? Good, don't let the door hit you. Yeah. But, uh, no. I'm amazed this gal was still with him this past week. Oh, my God. What a fucking saint this girl is. She came over on uh, Brianna, front of the pod. She's tolerated comedians twice now at Comic Party. Well, I kind of just had a little sidebar with her. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, what are you doing? Are you insane? (laughs) Like, what do we not see, you know? But she's super cool. I mean, I hope... 
Sam, if you're listening, you can't do better, buddy. Just yeah, seriously. Do, yeah, I know he knows this. Yeah. Don't fuck it up, Sam. Don't do fuck you this can. up. Uh, but uh, you deserve it, Sam. You're a yes. good man. You are a good man. I'm happy for him. <laughs> uh, they were a good couple. But they were here. We had some people over on what, Friday night waiting for the pod to happen. That never materialized. But we'll get to it. We'll get, we'll get a pod down the road. Yeah. She'll be a big star by that. That'll help our viewership, you know? It'll help our fucking... <laughs> get another listener. Yeah, get another listener. We'll do a preview. Sam is uh, Sam's going to be hosting the upcoming roast battle. It's a ways off. Oh, okay. January 20th. Okay. He's but, back on the saddle. Though. Yeah, he's hosting. He his, saw how uh, bad the last host was and yeah, decided... Oh yeah. yeah. He gave it up for one show and he's like, it's going to shit. Yeah, so. well, he saw someone really do it well, so he's like, I can't let anyone do that again. <laughs> uh, no, I'm glad he's going to be back. He loves that shit. That's like what January twentieth or yep. something. Yeah. So set your calendars, folks. Uh, that's a ways away, but God, I signed. I'm in that. You're in I'm it. Regretting it already. Yeah, yeah. You... <laughs> I'll probably sheepishly back out about the fifteenth or so. But I signed you up the moment you said. Oh, I think I. I know do you it. did. Like, uh, all right, you're in. Yeah. Then sucker. Someone was like, "Oh, you're gonna do so good." I'm like, "I had to write a hundred jokes the last time. I'm out. I'm spent, dude. <laughs> right, I got nothing. Right. I got. I used them all." <laughs> So I might be the first one out. So no promises here, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was a good weekend, comedy-wise. Get a little nice hang with everybody. Yeah. What? Uh, what else? What do you got? Theory. Back to it. Back to comedy theory. I'm down. I don't know. Oh, what's on the list? You got nothing we've, human. We've nothing. Okay, that's all right. We don't get to know Pete and Pat, or we could, just I don't back care. to comedy. Theory. I don't know. We could do that. We could talk about you a little bit. Any questions? Any questions? Why don't you tell us about this podcast you have? My other one? Yeah. <laughs> Beauty and DeGeese? The Beauty and DeGeese podcast. Oh. I know a... you're embarrassed of it, but why? What here's, gonna... here's the form of that podcast. We watch movies and then we describe them verbally on a podcast. Okay. In, in about the same amount of time it takes to watch them. So, like, have you ever thought about watching a movie? But thought I'd rather not. But in fairness, you watch a lot of shit, like, be... Kind of, there. Yeah, I mean, if you're into like horror, you do a lot of horror, right? They're generally B horror films. So, like, if you ask me, it's more interesting to watch you guys talk about it than to watch The Meg Two sure, or sure. something. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> uh, I listen to a bunch of them, but it's with my buddy Scott. Okay, who uh, he's the beauty, obviously. Okay, okay. I'm the geest. Yeah, and I've yeah. seen him. You guys both live up to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. You're so shy about your pod, but. I mean, I don't blame you. Find it on uh, Spotify or wherever uh, you listen to. Based podcasts. on the title alone, I mean, that really. You know, yeah, yeah, Beauty and the Geist. I wanted to start a podcast with my girlfriend. She hates talking. Yeah. She hates. She hates a lot of things. She though. does. Yeah. You know, she's an extreme introvert. No kidding. I'm a casual introvert. Yeah. She's an extreme introvert. She just she she's an introvert to the point where she's like, other people might listen to this podcast. And that's more than I want to interact with other humans. Gotcha. So she, does she like talk on the phone in public? Is that like, if she was on a bus? Not that you guys are doing well, but would she like take phone calls on a bus? No. Me either. No. No, I would never do that. No, no. Because no. I feel like I'm bugging everyone. I feel like everyone would be like, "What are they talking about?" I hate that. Right. So I'm I can't with her on that. Either. Oh yeah. But I would talk to people on a bus. I'd make a scene on a bus. Would you? Oh, I would. I can yeah. See that. I'd make a scene on a bus, but I wouldn't want to be on the phone on the bus. Yeah, you're you're a chatty guy. I guess. I don't, but I don't Customer know. service people, you like to chat them up. Oh, it's my favorite thing. Yes. About. It's yeah. my favorite thing. No one's more of a victim than like someone who works at a department store. <laughs> or your they, waitress. At or waitress, yeah. Julie's. 
Uh, yeah, we were at the anchor and it was packed and we were sitting at a table and there was like a chair in the way and this woman's like, can I move this chair? And I just go, no. <laughs> like that's the shit I love to do. Like I just love to fuck around with people all the time. So I guess that does make me slightly introverted. <laughs> Because uh, people don't know how to react, you know. Yeah. It's so like pleasant. Like, can I move this chair? Oh, please have it, up. you know. And it, it goes both ways. If I go no, and she was really cool, I said no, and she looked at me like, "Well, I'm taking it anyway." But if she goes, "What the fuck?" I go, oh, "I'm kidding," you know. Like, you can have it both ways. So yeah, yeah, and it's fun. And then you occasionally you meet somebody who likes to, you know, give it right back to you. Yeah, well, we and went, that's always fun. We were in Canada and yes. buying booze or whatever, and then you were. You hit the wrong button or whatever, <laughs> and you kind of okay, and then and then I was next, and I'm like, Jesus, what's with this yes. guy? You can't take this guy anywhere. And then the lady's lashes, she's loving it. We're having, you know, liquor, I love liquor store, by the way, liquor store, yeah. of course, yeah. Well, of course, she hated me and loved you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I get it. It's kind of fun. I don't really have that gene in me, but you yeah. do it all the time. Oh man, I mean, what can they do? They they're working. They have to be pleasant, yep. and so you just come out out of left field with some wild card. <laughs> thought or idea it's, it's so fun man and some people play along and that's the beauty of it and some people just don't they're that's... shell-shocked right they yeah have no idea how to respond because it's so out of the norm yes you know that's the fun part oh i do that all the time or when we were in brainerd at the breakfast or what i yeah. just fuck around oh yo <laughs> the rye bread, <laughs> rye bread. Uh, is it real rye <laughs> she's like oh my god someone just asked me that five minutes ago i was yeah. like yeah i know i heard and it's just shit i don't right. know you just have fun it is fun and I, I did that to a guy i did that to a guy in canada a cashier at the grocery store we went to he was uh arguing with the customer in front of me about the price of something and it was like literally three cents literally it was three cents three cents and the the customer was pissed off and was leaving and the kid was just like do you want your receipt and the guy's like, no, you keep it. And he got the hell out of there. And I just said to the kid, you know, if he doesn't want it, I'll take it. <laughs> it's like, what, what do you say to that? Yeah. Right. And the, 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 He's like, sir, I can't give it or whatever. And he was so, like, he slowly pulled it back. Like I was going to steal it from him or something. Or yeah. I was trying to commit a crime. Like you're going to use it for some nefarious, like, use. Uh, no, that's the best. So, yeah, I get the fun that you're saying. You get it. I, I mean, I know you know him, but the other day when you're like, you put your jacket down here, but then you're making jokes about, you know, I put it there so <laughs> no one would sit there and all that. Like, yeah. you have a little playfulness in you, I've noticed, but. I'm learning. Yeah. It's just fun to fuck around, man. Like, I don't know. More often than that. And, and like, in all honesty, I, I do it when I'm alone. Like, <laughs> if I'm alone shopping or something, I 100% the same way I would be if I'm trying to make you laugh or whatever. Because I'm just trying to, like, make myself laugh for the most part. Because it's fun as, I don't know. And obviously be respectful of, you know, you don't, I don't know. You see like videos online where people are just assholes or like make it all. I'm not filming myself. That, not, yeah, that's what I'd worry it's about. It's just for me right? and the person, you know, it's just like, it's an interaction, you know. That's the only thing I'd worry about. Some customer service person who's just, it's the last straw. Sure. And they snap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Fuck this job. Fuck all of you. I'm out of here. But I think you're usually fun about it. Oh, yeah, and that's the thing. You try to be fun, but I, I suppose there's always that, but I'm a risk taker. You always got to take a little <laughs> sure, risk. Yeah, sure, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, you never know, but... Uh, yeah. Getting free tickets to an upcoming Gopher Hole show if they, they lose their job on account of your playfulness. I will, I'll keep you up on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're going to have a lot I'll of get free tickets. I'll get them in. Okay. <laughs> 
Gonna, Sold out show. We really Pete papered the tickets. Before by, tickets go on yeah, sale. He went shopping at Gander Mountain and <laughs> yeah. now uh there yeah, I don't know, but so you are you're I don't wanna stuck you're uh, you're with an introvert. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm an ambivert, which I hate when people say that. You know what? This is just a non this is just a bit. Can we do bits? Can we fix the yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, fix the bit. Can we introduce the fix the bit? Uh, I don't have an answer. For I don't know either. And I don't. Can, this you is can say the this bit. This literally we, just popped in my head. And we I'm, won't fix it, but you can say the bit. Uh, I'm not going to say who it is, but some comic. I always ask questions like this, and I hate it. But they'll be like, "What's the first thing you notice in a person?" Like Pat, what's the first? Like you're looking for a lady. Say Caitlin dies of introvertedness. <laughs> <laughs> Terminal she's too she's too uh yeah worried about telling someone she's dying yes. of illness so she just dies alone what's the first thing you look for in a in a opposite you know a sexual attraction to lady or something will support me while i do comedy okay that's, yeah that's you see you're checking out her how thicker wallet is yeah no but in all like what feature and i you don't it doesn't what is it <sighs> you know i don't even it doesn't even matter but like just say an answer uh sense of humor okay 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 i can live with that <laughs> i can live with that but that's the first thing a woman's across the bar across the room hot yeah just like <laughs> stature is that what you're thinking like just size and shape hair color eyes smile anything like that my point is that's fine if you say anything like that i respect that but if you're one of these people who are like I sense their aura, their energy, their that you're the most phony, fake ass shit. That's such a bad oh, answer. Yeah. That's such a non-answer to make you seem elevated and above the. Oh, I'm so above physical. It's like fuck off, dude. <laughs> like just say like, oh yeah, like I I love a brawny shoulder, or a chiseled real, jaw, uh, or something. Maroon aura about you right now. See exactly, can, like yeah, it's coming through the pod. And I don't. I mean, I, that's fine, but if that's the first, you're such a full of shit. You're so fucking full of shit. Just be honest for once. You're not above anyone, you know. That's and it's such a like enlightened, entitled. And, oh, I noticed there, and yeah, and I'm talking instantly because yeah, you can learn to, you can talk to someone in a minute and see oh, if they have a good sense of humor. Or not. Yeah. So like that's not the worst answer, but like that energy or oh that vibe and all. It's like grow up, dude. You're not better than anyone. Just well, say you like, like, just say like huge tits and let's get on with it. Yes, you know? Yeah. Like it's okay to have physical attraction, physical desire. Well, that's not, what people are asking. They're not asking for your bullshit. Oh, I, they're chakra shit. Who cares? And that is ironic because like uh, women always say, you know, a, a guy for a pickup line asking what's your sign is such a hack cliche line. Yeah. But then they they will be the first they ones. They base their personality. They're like, on it. oh yeah, I can tell, you know, I can tell by your aura that You you seem like a Pisces. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And my best friend Cricker has a great bit on that, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Well I'm actually not a Pisces. Uh no, I just thought, I don't know what you said that reminded me of that, but I hate that kind of like Tangent. superficiality, I do, I do which have is the in, opposite, actually. I do have introvert versus extrovert comedian on my list. Oh, like as a theory? Another look, theory. Look how we fucking segued into that. Speaking of segues, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, we can talk about that. What is your, like, what is the question or... 
I don't even have a question. It's just more observational. <laughs> it's just a statement. It's observational, I guess. Okay. I mean, do you think there's a correlation? I feel like there are more extroverts by far in comedy. Yeah, but there's a lot of bad comedy. Yes, yes. And I think that is. I think there, yes. A true extrovert should get into the fucking improv shit. Yes, if it's a pie chart, it's going to be mostly extroverts. Yeah, because it takes a certain whatever to get on stage and, you know. But then if it's a pie if chart. If Caitlin, you're not going to do that. Yeah, right. But if it's a pie chart of, like, good comics, I feel like it's more balanced. I would say probably more, you know. I would say good ones are probably more introverted. And and my theory is... And then successful ones, I would say, are probably definitely introverted. It's Yeah, it, my theory is it's the... the, the good re- and successful aren't the ...reward you get, right? Okay. For an extrovert, the re- reward is just being on stage in front of people, no sure. matter what you say. In that sense, yeah, there's a lot of that. Yes, isn't it? Uh-huh, they just want to get up there and talk and have people look at them. And to say, I look, I had, yeah. And again, for our 12 local comic listeners... I'm not targeting anyone. Absolutely not. No, this is not a, anybody specifically. Dude, you could go to any fucking club yeah, yeah. in America, and this is the same. It's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's not this about. It's just anyone. an observation. Got to open mics. Yeah. Across Duluth, Twin Cities, Florida. And these extroverts tend to get more offended at things like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, they just want to get up there and talk, and they'll be the ones who will say, "Ah, you know, I don't know what I'm fucking talking sure. about tonight. Yeah. I just got up here." Where an introvert would never do that in a million years. No, because that's a good thing to be yeah. worked out of a person. Yes. Their reward or reinforcement is performing well and getting laughter. And results. And they have to they have to overcome not liking talking to other people sure. <laughs> just for that reward. Which I think in the end makes a better comic. But that's just a theory. No, I I mean I think your theory is right. I mean yeah, overall, there's way more extroverts, but, I mean, based on what I hear, you know, on podcasts and what I've seen and documentaries and shit like that, most of the people that are kind of introverted, they work hard, they put their nose in their notebook, you know, they're not the ones partying all night, all this kind of shit. Speaking of that, Friday the Gopher Hole, right? Ate, the headliner? Yeah. He was he's sitting in the back with his notebook, right? Yeah. I don't I don't know if he's an introvert or an extrovert, mm-hmm. but that's a good sign in my opinion. Yeah, you like yeah. to see that? Yes, that's what I want to see. As a guy who books shows, yeah. he's 100% focused on... Putting on the performance? Yes. Yeah. Doing well. Not just... He's not like shooting the shit. Around. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Shooting the shit before the show, like, hey, ah! Oh, absolutely, you gotta take it serious. I mean, and whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, you still gotta put in the work. But, yeah. But I feel like extroverts would be more likely to not put in the work. Right. Because they are getting what they want, which is just attention. Yeah. Just unwarranted attention. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And you see it. <clears throat> I don't know. This is, I mean, if if you're an audience member at home here listening, and you're not a headliner, you're not a feature, <laughs> you're not doing this, watch the features, watch the headlines, headliners, take notes. I mean, one, because it's so fucking disrespectful to talk at shows. It drives me nuts. And two... Learn from these people. I, I I was on Friday. I did my set, and then the headliner comes on, and then my eyes are focused on him. I want to see what he's doing, what topic he's hitting, yeah. how he's doing it. Is he doing physical stuff? Is he doing this? Is that? And like, you know, to gather, gain anything out of it. And I don't know. That's my advice. Uh, we have a new comic in town. This Brecken, 
And he asked, what would you give him advice? And right away I go, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, figure it out. And then I think about it and I'm like, these are things. Like, watch the people who are ahead of you to to learn these tricks. Because whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, you got to fucking put on the work. But the extroverts talk all the fucking time. <laughs> and I don't want to, like... And I'm extroverted, basically. But when it comes to showtime, like I've said in the pod before, I sit in the corner, put my head up over my hat, and it's like, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Because I'm trying to... This is work time. We got, we got all day and night to fucking chit-chat. Let's fucking focus on the show here. Yeah. Let's work on ourselves. Let's work on our acts. Like, that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying, like, extroverts can't be good at comedy. But I think the the bad introverts filter themselves out. Who's... Yeah. Where the bad extroverts don't. Sure. They just keep <laughs> hanging on for yeah. the hang and all that. Yeah. Who would you... Now we're going to call locally, name names. Who's the most introverted comic? around here locally yeah i would go bob okay yeah that's probably gotta be it you because <laughs> there's not many others nobody's really. more introverted than bob are they i don't think so because like and he's a little too outlandish for me <laughs> <laughs> he's too chatty he's a little chatty yeah. no i'm kidding bob we yeah. love you yeah. uh <clears throat> that's probably true yeah bob yeah bob and look successful yeah <laughs> and bob Hey, he's one of the better ones. Yes, he's one of the better ones. Absolutely. And again, because he wouldn't he wouldn't go on stage with nothing. Mm-hmm. In a million years. Yeah. He wouldn't go on stage with nothing. For sure. And that's I think you get that with virtually every introvert. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and that's probably one of the only real answers. Because there's not many choices. So that goes that that just all, you know. Buttresses <laughs> your point. We should have Bob here. Oh, I don't hear sh- because I, I still feel like Bob is still not quite comfortable with any of us. Do you get that feeling? Oh, 100%. Shout out to Bob. You can come here and refute this if you disagree. Bob, you make me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, yes, I'm he's there. I'm kidding. He's there and I love Bob. I love hanging with Bob. Yeah, I like Bob. Yeah, I love Bob. But he feels like, you know. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't think that'll ever change, you know. No matter as much time we invite him and stuff, that's just who he is, which I mean, yeah. is great. But he, he seems like he just rather. It is refreshing go home. a little. Yeah, yes. it is a little refreshing. But uh, no, I guess he does keep to himself for the most part. I, yeah, I don't think. Well, they're getting getting way outside the box. There's uh, uh, talking about wage gap. There's an introvert extrovert wage gap, and I can see why. Okay. Extroverts are just. Oh, they man. make more money, right? A hundred percent. In what field is that not valued? You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. In a general sense, I mean, probably introverts who are computer programmers and engineers right, and shit right, like that right. are probably doing yeah. Better. They're they're just the right amount of autistic. But on a on a like Peter Principle aspect, where like you just keep keep getting promoted and you know yeah. you're in like a job anyone can do, which is a lot of jobs. Let's be honest. Yeah. Unless you're a doctor, lawyer, an engineer, yeah. anyone can do any fucking job. And uh, a guy like me is going to far more succeed. You get promoted just out of for bullshit, schmoozing, schmoozing glad ending, <laughs> you know, all that shit. Just the fucking selling your soul a little. All that is going to play off way more than introvert. Um, but, I mean, because I, I, socially people just want to not have the cringe awkwardness that a lot of intro- introverts provide. To oh, yeah. You know? Like... Uh, and there's like cringe comedy and stuff, you know. There's all that, but like it, I, there's know, a I, reason it's called cringe. You know, I know like, the cringe awkwardness, man. Yeah. There's there's a to me there's a level of comfort that's it's one step beyond that. It's cringe. It's 
awkward, comfortable, I guess. When you can be silent <sighs> with other introverts and be comfortable, yeah. it, that's so nice. That's the, the moment where you're all best buds. It's like, we can just sit here silently in our own heads. For sure. And not it, feeling like, well, what should I ask this individual? Yeah, and I get, I get accused a little bit of being like, can't sit in silence, which is somewhat true. But like, if I'm on a car ride or something, and that's what I think you and I, like, and I'm extroverted, and I kind of am ambivert, I guess, whatever. I'm very <laughs> introverted as well. But I love the silence. Like, that's when you know you're connected with someone. I yeah. Feel like, you know? Right. It's when you're not close, when you're not friends, and you have a two and a half hour ride, and there's not one second of fucking any silence. It's like you're right. not as close as you feel as like you, you have think. to fill the void. Yeah, and maybe, you know, introductory, maybe one car ride, but, you know, you're in a third, fourth car ride down, and you're still having to fill every fucking second. That's not good. You know, that's just like nervous cringe. Like, yeah, it's nice to yeah. just sit and be like, turn the radio up a little, yeah. and just sit, and just <laughs> right, like, right. not like literally like, not talk so long where like the next word out of your mouth, your throat's so dry, you haven't spoken, yeah. you're like, oh, uh, yeah, oh, anyway, uh, you know. Uh, no, there's that, but I mean, I don't know. <sighs> What's better? I mean, for comedy, <laughs> probably introvert. And then they probably have a different way of viewing stuff from their perspective. Well, yeah, and I love and they variety. Have to relate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah me too. I love variety, right? And, like, it, we talked about crowd work earlier. I'm sure extroverts are better at that. And I would imagine. Almost every aspect. For sure. I mean, an introvert could have a good angle out or just, like, a good um, deadpan or, like, uh, you know, like that, like. yeah lifeless approach to it which might play all right but like i'm sure extroverts are excuse me way better <laughs> just because it's so more natural you know oh, yeah. if you can schmooze that's what i think you know i hate crowd work but it's like i feel like i'm quick enough on my feet because i am extroverted a little bit uh where it does pay off but it would be perfect if there was no crowd work. <laughs> <laughs> i'm with you man but uh, i'm a i'm a i'm a pretty big introvert so yeah. I would say that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Just little things like after a show, right? I like to, I force myself to wait by the door and tell the crowd, you know, hey, thanks for coming. Sure. Glad to see you. If they want to talk, I will make myself talk. Yeah. But I don't want to be there at all. Oh, no, I don't either. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, there are people who do, right? You, and you can tell. They, they will, they'll get into a 15-minute conversation with some random stranger. My mom's like that. I yeah. don't know. I got 0% of those genes. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I rarely get someone to talk to me. And I'll chit-chat with them. But I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, this is one of my favorite stories about comedy at all. And it goes back to Norm MacDonald. I don't know <laughs> if I've said this on the pod or not. And it's famous. You've probably heard it on other ones. But uh, if Norm would kill, the show would end. He'd go in the green room. Yeah. But if he bombed, <laughs> he would go to the exit. And as every single person walked out, he would go, thank you, Cub. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming. See, that's perfect. I love that so much. Like, that's just, I mean, he's so twisted in general. Oh, yeah. you know, like, he's my hero. Yeah. And I think that's so funny to be like, oh, I bombed. Well, you're going to have to look me in the eyes as you walk out <laughs> and acknowledge that we both had a bad time. But 
Uh, that's real cringe comedy, I would say. Oh, absolutely. And that's yeah, for staring sure. the crowd down as they walk past you with a smile on your, your face, show. and you're acting <laughs> yes. like, "Hey, this yeah. was great. This is so fun." That is hilarious <sighs> to me. Uh, I'm going to plug a network here. I, I'm sure you don't watch this show. I'm sure no one at home watches this show. But have you seen The Curse? Never heard. Have of you it. heard of The Curse? No, folks. If you have Paramount, yes, on Showtime. This is, tells you how good <laughs> okay. it is. Do you know Nathan Fielder? Yes. Okay, so it's a Nathan Fielder show. He's hilarious. Nathan Fielder is one of the funniest fucking people ever. He's Nathan genius. for you. Nathan for you. The rehearsal, all that shit. Fucking phenomenal. <laughs> and now this is like a real show. Emma Stone's in it, and I never realized. I've never really seen Emma Stone. Unfucking believable actor. Unfucking. Okay. She makes the show. She's so fucking good. I hate her guts. She's so good <laughs> in the show. Anyway, but this is now this, and he's known for cringe comedy. And, the, and if you ever want to check it out, this is what I would call a cringe drama. I've never seen anything like it. It's so good. It's one, it's so good in general, but it's like a cringe drama. I mean, it's funny, you know, because it is cringe and it's Nathan Fielder. So yeah. it's got his like fingerprint on it. But it's not like his shows that are like reality type show things. Okay. It's a literal script, you know, like it's thought out and it's. Dude, it's phenomenal, but I would call it as cringe drama. <laughs> oh my God. Is it like. It's just. I don't know. He's I can't even comprehend it because just knowing Nathan for you. Someone described it as a cringe Borat. Like okay. he's a cringe Borat. Isn't Borat a cringe Borat? Well, that's the thing too. That's what I was wondering too. Like, I don't know. And I didn't agree with it, I guess. But. <laughs> and the show's not like. He's not like Borat in the show, but in general, he's like that, which it's like, yeah, he's just up front, but, but he's, he's so cringe. Yeah, oh, yeah. So I guess, yeah, that's kind of how Borat was anyway. That's Everything true. he does is fantastic. Dude, he's one of the most, like, he's so, fu and he's so offbeat. He's not exactly like stand-up. He's not in that circle that we always talk about. Yeah. And it's the same with like my, I love Tim Heidecker, and they're just on the outskirts of like stand-up, but that fucking all, and it's like, to me, it's all, but it's something more almost and and i love that shit so i've been on this big the curse there's been four episodes out of ten i fucking love it if you have showtime folks <laughs> there's nothing i recommend more i fucking love it but anyway i don't even know where we're at here <laughs> i was just we're just doing recommendations now yeah <laughs> can i recommend another thing <laughs> we got no guests here we, yeah. got, we got no guests pat what are you watching on the netflix we watched days? last night this is on youtube now folks this is stand-up comedy related if you're at home, check this out. It's his name is Miles Anderson. Miles with a Y. M-Y-L-E-S. And he calls himself a professional joke explainer. <laughs> and so he does this thing where he watches now the worst comics going. <laughs> so he watches the worst comics. So he does like uh, Brendan Schaub. <laughs> he does Gringo Poppy, the special Gringo Poppy, which is Brendan Schaub special. I would have never watched it in a million years, right? So it's just Gringo Poppy's special going on, and he just interjects with like, and it's the driest fucking comedy. It's the, <laughs> so he just, and his whole bit is to go like, now, we're going to watch one of the best comics working today. Brendan Shaw, this is why he's a true master. This is why he's a craftsman. This is why he's this. And then he does, you know, he lets him do one of his bits. And then he's like, the joke here is that he hates his wife. And it's like, but it's way funnier than this. Trust me. Trust me. It's Miles Anderson. Is that what I said? Yeah. Miles Anderson, 
the Bachelor. Y. Yeah, Miles with the Y, the Bachelor of Music. If you just type in Miles Anderson, I'm sure they'll pop up. He has like seven or eight videos. So we watched uh, Brennan Schaub, Chris D'Elia, and uh, the Puppet Guy. So he uh, chooses uh, Dunham. Dunham. <laughs> Jeff. And so he chooses, obviously, like the comics who are successful, but no one understands why. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> If you are like me and you like dry humor, Miles Anderson, <laughs> the Bachelor of Music, the fucking heat reviews these specials, and it's it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I I mean I would I would stake my life on it. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He's so good at this. So if we're just doing recommendations now, it sounds hilarious. As the, like we mentioned, a being judgmental comedians, yeah. and like hating some. I know Some you garbage comedy. You probably gotta get going after Pod, but if not, we can throw one on real yeah. quick just so you can get a taste. Because, <laughs> dude, it was one of the funniest. I mean, Cindy and I watched it last night, and we were rolling laughing. Like it's just he just hits it right on the head every time. Funniest shit I've seen in a long time. So check that out. <laughs> I feel like we could do that, like Twin Ports comedy. I, honestly, so then I'm like, yeah, and literally I'm like, because it's a great idea. It's a great bit yeah. what this guy's doing, and the way he does it is phenomenal. But I was like, who? It would be fun to just like. <laughs> As a goof, like, just do it to your set. Although, you, you know, but... Anybody's. Yeah. And he chooses the worst comics, so we have a lot to choose from around here. <laughs> but if you take one of Danny's clip and somehow just get, you know, edit the video so it's we could just chime in or whatever, that would be really <laughs> So much local funny. potential. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude, we got to check this. I, I'm, I'm telling you, it's worth it. But. I like the concept, man. Check those out. What in Tardination, The Curse, <laughs> Miles Anderson. Those are my three wrecks for the day. Where are we at? What do we got? How are we struggling here? We're uh, we're probably good. We're hour and yeah. 15 or something. I was so looking forward to not having guests, and now I realize we might need guests from here on out. But yeah. no, Pat, <laughs> we have a lot more. Uh, you know, we could get into me and you more. I was going to ask you about your, your famous Florida story with... Uh, uh, the most dangerous man in America and all that kind of stuff. We can get to that at some point. Um, but yeah, I think I, I don't know. I think we've had a, we've done enough here. Yeah. Any questions either way? We uh, are. Are you looking for work at any point? Yes. 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 Yeah, so soon folks at home, or not soon? As, yeah, probably. <laughs> I somehow got through December, but come January, I'm probably gonna need. Okay. To, yeah. Back to work. Bummer. Yeah. So, anyone listening, who have any job offers? I, I'm phenomenal at entry level positions. <laughs> I can work. And why is that? Why do you prefer entry level? You know, you know, I gotta like, I, <sighs> Pat. You know me. I kind of like yeah. younger women a little bit. You know, I I do. I, I hate to admit it, but. I found one way to always appear younger is that I only work at entry-level jobs. Brilliant. You know, because no one has the audacity yeah, to go, is yeah. this all you've accomplished ever in your life? <laughs> so, you know, the girls at Culver love that bit. But, uh, yeah. Butterburger. But, you know, tell me about it. Hey. Uh, so I am looking for work. Whether it's comedy related or not, I could be. I'm a great spokesman. I would. I, I can ordained. Dig, dig a ditch. I'm ordained. Uh, you know, I can do a lot of things. I'm an extrovert. I'll be the fucking CEO in a yeah, month. Yeah, Who right, cares? Right, yeah. yeah. Cirrus, call me whatever. Ambervert. Something like that. So yeah, I'm looking for work. 
<laughs> I thought you were gonna offer me something, or no, you're just no. like rubbing just, it yeah, in. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're, yeah. you're not doing well. Well, yeah, I have someone who supports me. That's my secret. Ah, I'm just yeah. curious how long you can last. Yeah, I either need a job or to find someone. So. <laughs> you got time, ladies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you got a lot of time. Uh, but I mean, other than my, you know, work for my work woes, uh, everything's good on this end. Uh, we gotta get another pod here because. We'll get one on here soon. We'll, we'll get one. We'll get some guests. Yeah, we get. We got. Uh, I know this will be out by now, but we have Monday night, the Jade Fountain, eight p.m. That shows. Those shows have been popping. Last week we had a good uh, turnout. Oh yeah. Uh, Tuesday's a Caddyshack, eight p.m. Wednesday's canceled till further notice. Thursday, Dublin's eight p.m. Friday, Dublin's nine p.m. Now they changed it to nine p.m. So that actually will probably work better for everybody. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. So it used to be 10.30. Come now at 9, folks. Uh, I'm not even going to mention what happens on Saturdays in this town. But uh, every <laughs> that's a little inside joke. Uh, we got first Friday every month, Gopher. Um, check Pat's page. Check the Twin Ports comedy page for shows coming up. I think we got a Emily Rock production at Pedro's on the 15th. Yes, December 15th. 15th. I believe I'm on that one. Not sure who else is, but I'll be there. Um, check, you know, check the Patreon, hit the pods. What <laughs> else we got? What else you got, Pat? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Twin Ports Comedy on Facebook um, coming up. I'll be in uh, Bemidji, Cloquet, Bemidji on the 8th of December. Okay. Uh, Grand Rapids on the 9th. So those are my next two shows. Oh, wow. Nice. So check those out. Buy some buy tickets early so we know you're coming, folks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, check us out. Uh, check out any other pods if you haven't listened to them. We've got a lot of compliments, a lot of good reviews from the people I've talked to. They love us. I made all that up, but ah, uh, it's fun. Once again, one last shout out to my gal, Cindy Stevens. Gonna miss you. Uh, check her out. Other than that. I think we're wrapping it up. Yeah, let's we did close good. it out. All right. Well, that's it for uh, Pat DeGeest, host, co-host of the Beauty and DeGeest <laughs> podcast. Check that out, folks. Uh, check me out on the 15th at Emily's Pedro Show. I've been Pete Hanegraaff. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.